Welcome to Builds with Blocks, a show centered around the micro-action figures and brick-based construction sets of the Halo universe. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, a.k.a. Perks, and I'm joined by Tom Fishenden, a.k.a. Fish. Feet first into hell, baby! Matt <laughs> Salvatore, a.k.a. Salvo. Oi, oi, how we doing, guys? And special guest, Tom Bovey, a.k.a. Bovey. I'm just happy I survived the drop. He's <laughs> <laughs> not soup. With the addition of Three Halo personnel. 3 ODST to the PC version of the Master Chief Collection, we wanted to celebrate by paying homage to our beloved Hell Jumpers. So we're diving feet first into Hell with a very special ODST exclusive nonstop joyride featuring the best that Mega Blocks slash Mega Constructs has ever created. We're going to talk about some figures. We're going to be talking about those drop pods and the sets that includes include our ODSTs as well. But before we get into the main show, let's chat about what we've been up to on the block front. Fish, I'm going to start with you. What have you been doing? Just been chilling in the ocean, swimming around. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds neat. Yeah. Um. Finding Nemo. <laughs> All about Dory, mate. Got to be Dory. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I so I started my month off being very annoyed, as you boys know, um, mm-hmm. because I had the skiff and the AA gun pre-ordered on Amazon. And then on the day, not not before, on the day, when I'm sitting there waiting for them to arrive, Amazon sent me an email saying that they couldn't fulfill them and they still haven't e. been able to. Um, so that was a bit Sheesh. frustrating. However, mm-hmm. I used that as an excuse to buy a lot of stuff that I didn't really need. Um, so, <laughs> such as I have the blue xenomorph uh, coming from yeah. America from Heroes Series Three. I got four of the Terminator Resistance like armory pack for the Resistance Trooper. Um, mm-hmm. I got one for the T one thousand. And then I also got the Call of Duty Ground ATV, which is like the moon buggy from Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. So I got a few cool things. Um, wow, nice. Yeah, so I, I've actually been building a ton, which has been fun. And I'm just sat here like, please, Halo Gods, fulfill my order now. This is the last thing I want. Just give them to me. Um, and actually, I literally just before... Um, this show, and I completely forgot about this, and Colin, I meant to tell you about these anyway to stop you searching for them. I have yeah. got two Elite Ultras on the way from my good buddy Tim, uh, oh, a nice. Brute Warrior, and also the Alien Queen and the Dutch Ooh. versus Predator 2-pack. Very nice. Look at you. Congrats. Yeah, so I've spent stupid amounts of money this month, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to be feeling it next month. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh you've been publishing anything any photos i saw um, you you've been you're a spotlight man you're like what's your run now i don't like even four know in at a row? this point yeah. five in a row more than that um yeah i shot a few photos with the master chief collection set so i kind of did profile photos for each of the chief figures and then um just today actually at the time of recording this so we are recording this on monday the 21st 
I think it's the 21st today. Um, I have dropped a review of those figures on our YouTube channel as well. Um, so we've got a short format review. I think it's like 2 minutes 40, something like that. And then later this week, I'm going to be dropping a lore deep dive that we made in collaboration with Halopedia as well. So lots of kind of little bits and bobs going on. And then on the Jurassic front, I do just want to say... Camp Cretaceous is now live. So yeah. my time has been eaten up by that Netflix show this past month. <laughs> Very nice. I watched the first episode. It was cute. Cool. Yeah. I, it's really good. It gets like, I, I don't want to say too dark, but I think as an older fan, you'll appreciate a lot of the kind of tonal nods towards Jurassic Park in the later episodes. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right, thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. What? So, Matt, how about yourself? It's I, I haven't talked to you very much lately. What do you What have you been doing? <laughs> I have been pretty busy with work, um, but on the collection front, I was able to grab. Um, I guess I don't remember the official name of it, but it's the Dollar General uh, turret with the Spartan yeah. and the Grunt. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I liked it. I picked up two. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it because of the grunt, because I like just grabbing stuff that builds the army. I like the turret. It has a, it has a Halo 1 kind of shade turret vibe, yeah. in my opinion. It just kind of feels like that kind of a turret, so I like it. Um, I haven't built the second one, but I'm probably going to, probably going to build the second one because, and I'll give you guys all a little spoiler... Um, I have completed a bit more of my uh, Halo Infinite mock. Oh. So it is much, much, much bigger. Um, and so I'm going to be adding some stuff, and hopefully I'll be able to get a video cut, and maybe we'll put it on the channel. I have been super busy with other Legos. Um, I did just release a uh, Lego version of the Batman trailer. Nice. And that has become my most successful stop motion. Yeah. Um, I was very excited to see that uh, Matson Thompson had uh, quote tweeted it with a little uh, uh, heart emoji. Uh, and if, for those who don't know, he co-wrote the Batman with Matt Reeves. That's awesome. So man. I was ecstatic to actually yeah. have this guy comment on it. So I was hoping that Matt Reeves would comment, but nothing yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's what I've been doing. It took me quite a bit to get that trailer going. Uh, like I said earlier, with other stop motions, I think the hardest part about doing those kind of trailers is every scene is a different set because it's uh something that's cut together really quick Mm -hmm. so i have to build constantly new sets and so hopefully with my new infinite mock i'll be able to leave that up and i've built this new version to kind of be i guess it's not new it's just an addition i've added to kind of make it a little more easy for me to stop motion with so hopefully i'll be able to kick some of those out that's exactly the point infinite (laughs) possibilities and so hopefully that all kind of works out i'm running out of table space so uh eventually it's going to have to stop i might just you know build and rebuild or build on top of it or something but yeah that's what i've been pretty much doing and last thing i picked up was um i picked up another dc set um because uh the uh new batman uh film is coming out Mm -hmm. we're probably going to be getting new sets and so we're going to see the older sets uh kind of slip away and that those versions of the characters probably won't be uh redone for a little bit uh so i was able to pick up a couple of the older justice league sets just so i could 
keep them in case I uh, have to replace or if I lose a Batman, I have an extra one. So I was able to grab a couple of those, and that's basically what I've been doing. I have been I have been working on um, our episode with um, Goodwill Hunter. I'm almost done, and so this it'll definitely be <laughs> well, released before this yeah. <laughs> episode. But I promise you, I have been working on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you guys will hear. You'll be hearing this a couple weeks we later, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom's been working really hard on that one. Um, um, Matt, you mentioned the, the new Batman. So they're still releasing movies. Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> I thought they were just oh, delayed wow. every movie ever. Hopefully, I, I, they definitely they're definitely gonna delay this one. I know uh, Robert Pattinson, the Batman, uh, recently got COVID, so they shut down production again. Uh, they did just restart it, so uh, just in time for Batman Day. So we. Matt Reeves is back on filming, so hopefully it sticks to its target release date, um, where the world is, especially the way they keep kicking the Wonder Woman movie down the road. I doubt we're going to see Batman hold to its schedule, but hopefully by 2020 everything is better and the world is working again. Well, fingers crossed that the Halo show doesn't get delayed too much, so we're we're looking forward to that. Yeah, I know. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. We've Shoot. seen so little of it as it is. It's weird. Mm-hmm. We all, I've seen, seen that Pablo's lifting weights, so I'm good. I'm, I'm happy <laughs> about that. Why don't I go real quick here? Um, so I've been spending way too much time in Walgreens because that's where I heard <laughs> that the blind, the new blind bags were most available. And I did grab a couple of the figures, uh, not all of them, but then I finally did stumble into a target recently within a couple days ago and i did i grabbed everything finally so i finally have a full set of the new blind bag the halo infinite blind bag series um awesome yeah so we'll probably talk about that when you guys are able to get your hands on it but overall once i have it in my hands i feel like i'm maybe happier than what i was originally i still would love to to have a brute or something that feels more like a banished banished um figure in it but overall, you know, I think it's rad. The Pelican's pretty rad, actually, now that I have it. So, you know, I, I wish it was... I still wish it was a ship, but the, having this thing... I can actually... So the other set that I did get is the building bo- box that Matt Yay. has. And I compare... So I just compared it. I sent you guys a picture recently, so maybe you guys can put that in the edit. But just comparing it to the Pelicans that's in the building box, the one that's in the blind bag. And I actually like the blind bag one better. Um, it's a little mm-hmm. smaller, but it seems, a, I don't know, maybe a little more intricate. The other one's a little bit chunky. So, um, yeah, so that's cool. And I also like the the Gungnir, the red Gungnir that comes with that. I think that's my f- current favorite infinite figure. Because nice. it's a very nice Red figure. is kind of my I'm not gonna thing. I'm going to say its name, and but Red I'm and black. <laughs> yeah, right, don't. Um, and it's got the, some cool little paint applications. So I think that's, that's that might be my default when infinite finally comes out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that little guy. <laughs> nice. A couple other things I did for for the show. I did build over the last over this last weekend. I finally built my NMPD Pelican, my signature series. So I have Ooh, things raw. to say about that. Cool. My sons are have been enjoying playing with that the last couple days. Uh, a couple other quick things. The Alien Queen did pop up on Walmart. I think actually Rich alerted me to it from uh, yeah. Good- Goodwill Hunter. And I was able to get it, like, when I went to the page, the actual page in Walmart, it was, like, aired out. It didn't work. But I was still able to add it to my cart from, like, the search, uh, product search. And then Walmart has since followed up and said that it's coming. 
So I'm looking forward to finally getting my hands on that. That way I don't have to go, well, like Walmarts are kind of a mess here in Minnesota. There's just not much available. So I've been spending too much time going into Walmarts when I know there's nothing there. So now I just get that, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, the yeah. other set that I did pick up was the um, the Ice Dragon from Geoth T. Is it Viseron? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get that as well. Awesome. Why don't we go over to our featured guest and see what he's been doing, Mr. Tom Bovey. Thanks for joining us today. Why don't you give us a little rundown of what you've been up to? Uh, well, hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I, I love this hobby as much as the rest of you, even though, as I get into my little story here, I'm not the collector in my house. My yeah. son is. Um, You're the so, enabler. <laughs> I, I am. I, I'm the bank, I guess, is the way I would put it. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and and I like to hunt for the figures. So And that leads me into what I've been doing, I guess, uh uh, with everything going on in the world, I haven't gotten out as much as I used to, and um, Facebook Marketplace hasn't been the the hot spot for, yeah. for getting steel deals like it used to be. Um, but I've been trying to fill in gaps in our collection, trying to fill in small small spots with some of the new stuff. Um, I don't have the the new infinite bags like Colin does, but I've got I've got two, but not a full set, which is very depressing. And I've done the same thing: is searched my local Walgreens randomly. But uh, otherwise, yeah. I've, well, I got I've you if you get of... desperate. You know that. Cause we actually live in the same state, not too far <laughs> from each other. So we've been helping each other out. Yeah, absolutely. That's been a that's been a, a, a great deal and, and a lot of help with having another local collector. You know, we're about two hours apart, but <laughs> that works. And uh, um, I've done a lot of helping other collectors over the last probably three, four months find pieces that they're missing uh i tend to be the guy that everybody hates when i go into the store i buy <laughs> i buy most of everything that's there um if i can find it or if i think it's going to be something that somebody's going to need uh, i've i've met a lot of people like colin that i've gotten to know through the time that you know can't get stuff can't find stuff so i've sent stuff to multiple different countries and help people out um for those listening i probably won't help you unless i offer uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't want a thousand people messaging me asking me to hold stuff for them um so i but i do i too tend to like to do that um me and my so son really quick i mentioned the uh that big giant lot that i had you know one in one early episode so um Mr. Bovey and I were the ones that split that. So he, you now have that, and you've probably been parsing that thing out. I don't know if you got it all built off. I didn't get an update on that yet, but that thing was massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that filled the back of my Jeep with uh, totes full of miscellaneous parts. It was yeah. an absolute, absolute mess. But I would say for the most part, what was even close to complete has been completed since. Nice. How about what else have you been up to? You said your son was the, is the collector. And so the, why don't you talk about, um, should we kind of get into it? Should we get into, well, l- l- we'll start with your Halo, with your Halo history, but I, I'll mention it here. So Tom and his son have almost every figure that Mega is, has <laughs> released. And I, I want to dig into that in a little bit, but I just a little teaser, like that's wild. The fact that, that you guys have been collecting that long and you have tracked all that sort of stuff, that's dedication um, and also impressive. And so we're, I'm interested to hear that story. But why don't we start with um, a little history of Halo, um, as we always start with our guests. Take us take us back to like maybe your first experience or what hooked you on Halo. Maybe you're just a figure fan. Of, you know, um, Give us a little bit of your story on that. 
Well, I'm old enough to have played Halo on Xbox, you know, before it was 360, before it was Xbox One, before yeah. it was it was just Xbox. And I had the Halo Edition Xbox, and not because I wanted the Halo Edition one, because that was the one my target happened to have when I mm. went in there to buy it. Um, I wish I still had it. That would be yeah. awesome. I have no idea what happened to it all these years later. But, GameSpot uh, most likely hasn't or had it. <laughs> So I, I lived in a seven-bedroom house through college with seven other guys. So we bought mm. what they call a, a combat cable so we could hook four Xboxes together and play 16-player Halo in our uh, in the house that we lived in. So <laughs> I we did a ton of that. You know, it probably kept me from doing other things that I shouldn't have been doing anyway. <laughs> but uh, we used to play – we used to have, you know, local parties, land parties – of just 16 people or even eight people, you know, spread out among four separate TVs and four separate rooms. That's crazy. It's so much fun. Yeah. Those are the days. <laughs> uh, it was, it was a whole lot better than it is now. I guess I, not that I don't like being, you know, screamed at by a nine year old over the internet. But, uh, <laughs> it, it was, it's, it was just a different way of doing it and, and a, a whole lot of fun. And, that's what got me into Halo. Um, as as I was the, the great parent, I used to work really early mornings. And so when I would have my kid during the, the evening, my son, and um, while my wife was at work, and so I would play video games while he slept. And over time, yeah. he just he grew into the game, literally. And uh, for, I don't even, maybe three, maybe four years old, he asked for, we were at, at the store, and he wanted the Halo set that he found. So the original Last Man Standing set was the very first set that we oh, got, nice. and mm. it's still one of my favorites. But that was, and I still have a picture of him holding that set at Target when he was probably three or four years old. That's great. And so, were you a builder then? Like, go back to you know when you go back, to, you know, even further. Were you a, like a Lego guy growing up, or has this hobby mainly come from your son? I, I had Legos like crazy as a kid. Uh, Legos and G.I. Joes, I was ridiculously yeah. spoiled and had all the fun stuff and uh, was able to, you know, just love to build. I, I Very rarely did I put a set together and leave it together. I would put it together, tear it apart, and build something different. Nice. Um, so you so customized. I, I did. As, as a kid, I did a ton of that. Um, my son is maybe a little more OCD than me. He likes to build it and then just leave it. Um, <laughs> but he's he started to adventure into the customization process now. But, uh, yeah, I, I started as a builder. I got to build all of his sets for years, which satisfied yeah. my cravings right. and allowed me to keep buying them. So that, that was nice. And now he builds all his own stuff. So I don't have as much fun, but once in a while I'll sneak one in. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I'm kind of in that transition with my six year old. He's very capable now. Um, you know, I think back just two years ago when he was four and I was like kind of starting to get him into it, but it was way too early. You know, I did the majority of the building while he, you know, he would help a little bit, but especially with mega, the pieces are fit together a little bit too hard. So I've transitioned him over to more Lego stuff, which, you know, fits to better together a little easier um and just as a more more variety and you know I'll, I'll get him on halo stuff eventually right you know he is playing he's is enjoying that nmpd pelican that i've just put together but um that is that's a fun transition to to see as a parent what um so talk about this collection talk about the figure thing when did that start did that start with like was that the goal from the onset or did did you just reach a point where you you two realize hey we we almost have all of these. Let's track them all down. Uh, it kind of just evolved into that, I would say. Uh -huh. We uh, we always had a big collection. You know, we, we tended to buy what we could find. And, and when 
when you know we obviously had distribution issues for a while there, but we were still we seemed to still have good luck just finding random things and and collecting the things we needed. So I I was I would just buy the stuff and and either keep it or open it. And then he started to follow some of the the customizers on on the Facebook and on Instagram, and mm-hmm. he he started to to really get into that. So that just added fuel to the fire. And then one day we bought a a huge lot of figures like. It had to be like 750 figures from Whoa. one guy for like, but for like 20 cents a piece. And Jeez. it was, it was a, a mixture of, of wow. random stuff. And, and so it worked, I mean, it was like 200 and some dollars with shipping. So it was a pretty big lot, but it was just figures. And it was, mm-hmm. it was mostly the, the, uh, we call them gen ones and gen twos, or some people call them non SPs and SPs. It was mostly the, the old style figure, but mm-hmm. at the same time we, we bought this huge lot and it was like, Okay, now we can actually get to a point. Now that I don't have to just buy figures for him to customize because he has enough, I can actually start to look for the ones we don't have. Okay. And so we kind of set out to 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 buy the the entire the entire collection of figures, just figures. Um, you know, like the Scarab. I don't have a Scarab, but I have all of the figures from a hmm. Scarab. So. I'm working my way towards that. Yeah, that's cool. So it sounds like maybe that came from you then the the i don't know completionist approach or was it one of was it was daniel saying hey what if we got them all dad <laughs> uh a lot of it was probably more me and i i just i, I want to complete the, the you know we've come this far we yeah. have this many figures it would be great to finish what we started and it's kind of a, a catch-22 in my mind because i want to have them all but I also love to hunt and search for figures. Right. So mm-hmm. if if you lose the ability to do that, then <laughs> some of the, some of the spark and the desire to keep collecting goes away. So I haven't been. I, I could probably get everything I'm missing. I just haven't been all over getting it all at once. So sure. that I, I'm not. I don't want to be done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're still looking for probably the, like the best deals to get them and stuff like that. That makes sense. So what are you missing? Do you know? Like, is it just a handful or? I guess do you do you have a count how many you have? Uh, I don't have an accurate count as of right now as to what we have. I believe it's over a thousand different figures. That's crazy. Uh, I I know we have over four thousand figures total. Um, so we have Jeez. multiples of many many things. And and mm-hmm. again, I, I tend to buy what I what I find, and then I also will resell those the ones we don't end up opening for what I paid for them. I, I don't scalp yeah. figures, so people do like that but at the same time um i end up with multiples of, of rookie and and dare and and those things because they're they're going to be hard to find later and i understand that right um so and I, i'm going to preface this by saying of the known figures because i don't know that there's a list i don't know that anybody can tell you exactly how many there are right you know i'm sure there's somebody out there that might have an accurate list Maybe I've asked Mega. I've asked several people um, that I know that are into the collecting and into the, the the sets, but I don't know the number. But of the known figures that I've I've gone through the, the Mega pages and searched the inter- the internet to try to find maybe something that I don't know about, I believe we're missing 13 figures that I know of. Wow! Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy! Wow! So 13, and do you have, like, the weapons that go with all of them or just the figures for everything? Oh, I, we've got weapons galore. There's, oh, I'm sure. There's, uh, but, I, I mean, say, do you, like, do you, pair it, do you pair each figure with, like, the weapon it was designed or released with? 
only if it's like a, a painted weapon. You know, the generic weapons oh, sure. are all just just thrown into the, the divider buckets, and and but the painted weapons and the hero stuff stays with them. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you have a giant display as well, right? Uh, so I love to woodwork. So yeah, we've we've built a display on my son's wall of you know rows and rows and rows of of figures um, with one of each one of each individual figure on the one wall of his room. And so, so they're all like shoulder to shoulder, like nobody's back back to back. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, we use the old style stands, the three peg on the top stands. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've had to go out and buy those, which is even harder because most yeah. people just threw them away. But I, I've had to go out and buy the actual stands, and then we we use the Lego tape to uh, and I don't know what it's actually called the Lego tape to to set it down there, and then we we put the figures underneath or on that you know staggered so they're they're kind of lined up in nice rows and and very easily seen are they in a particular and maybe you have some pictures that we that we can show on youtube um are they in a particular order like color order or release order or anything like that or maybe style how do you have them organized so we're going to go back to my son's ocd everything is separated between first generation or non-sp figures and the mm-hmm. second generation or, or sp figures um so he's got them separated that way by color with again the heroes have their own section um you know elites are together grunts are together spartans are together marines are together everything Jeez. is is separated by figure type i would have gone by color personally because then it's easier for me to find what i'm missing yeah but at the same time this is how he likes it. it it is his collection so that's how we have everything organized that's cool so i've seen there's a video out there of jang bricks uh, collection and he's got him them on like a big i don't know like a stadium stairs um um display but you you guys should really do a video posted somewhere that would be impressive to see uh, my my son is is a big Instagrammer. He maybe a little bit too much, you know. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he enjoys that very much, and he's got collection videos on his YouTube and on oh, cool. on his uh, on his uh, Instagram page. And uh, I will definitely let you guys know that at the end, as far as how to how to look at those and how to see those. Awesome, very cool. So why don't we get into the ODST stuff and Bovi? You have told me, you know, over the last year or two, like you're an ODST guy. I think when we talked about favorite sets, you mentioned um, just one of the. I think it was, it wasn't Lang, it was uh, Graves. Maybe was that was your favorite Halo heroes. So what what's what's so intriguing? What why are you drawn to ODSTs? It, to, to me, it was the best game. Um, I. I, I Again, I'm, I've gotten older. I haven't really played a ton of Halo 4. I haven't played a ton of Halo 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but ODST was was the best game as far as just storyline, gameplay, entertainment value. It was the whole package. So I played a ton of that game and, and really just enjoyed it. And we can't all be a Spartan, right? Right. So, and, and Mega has produced a thousand different Spartan variations and, and different types and different kinds. But Spartans were supposed to be somewhat rare. It was supposed to be something that was special on the battlefield, but ODSTs and Marines, they necessarily weren't They're They're, you know, infantry troopers. So you're, you've got mm-hmm. thousands of them for every one Spartan is really how it should be. So uh, you're, I'm drawn to the ODSTs, the guys getting dropped in behind enemy lines. Um, yeah. You know, whether, whether that's realistic or not, we kind of talked about, but at the <laughs> same time, um, it's it's just these are supposed to be the best of the best as far as just the grunt troopers mm-hmm. and i i always like that about them like the non-enhanced right the 
the soldiers that didn't get the special sauce. <laughs> These are the best of ever of the rest. So if there weren't Spartans, like the ODSTs would be the best, right? Right. And and again, you you're you're brave enough and you're 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 you've got all the the skills to be dropped in behind enemy lines. So you're talking the the best of the best, the bra- the best of the bravest, mm-hmm. you know. They're everything you would want to be if you were not genetically, cybernetically, whatever enhanced into a super soldier. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we interrupt this program to bring you some breaking news. Mega, actually ToyWiz, brought to you by yeah. ToyWiz. They just released three new sets. They they uh, uh, posted three new sets. Yep. So I want to, before we dive in further into ODST talk, which is the main topic of the show, let's just talk about these real quick. Um, Tom, why don't you give me a quick impression of this blind bag series? What, what does it look like for you? Um, not as good as the first one. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, it, in terms of like stuff I like here, um, obviously we've got the red jackal, which is cool. Um, it's not in front of me, so I'm completely blanking. But there's a bluish grunt in the same color scheme as the elite from the first one. Um, but apart from that, it, it looks more purple in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, kind of like purple, sort of iridescent color sort of scheme going with it um but then beyond that it's literally just spartans which yeah i don't like and i'm sat here now like did you actually mean me or were you asking no i meant you me? i meant you <laughs> i know well yeah that's why we gave us nicknames to begin with but, <laughs> so yeah we want more insight from you fish so we have the um the elite and then we have the grunt and then yep. the jackal so we do have a little variety there again no no brute no bent yeah but feel no but you know brute. the the red on the jackal feels a little bit more banished and i feel like the elite feels like it's you know part of the banished yeah um the you know and then there's the purple ground and then we have a phantom i think that's a phantom yeah that's our buildable um figure set which is kind of interesting and then a whole bunch of of marines and i'm, I'm actually into these at least the yellow one i think that that looks like a new armor perhaps you guys might be able to correct me on that i don't like it yeah, you don't like it's, it? It's a new armor piece, but um, the sort of chest plate looks really bulky. It's bulky, yeah. yeah. I like the helmet. The helmet looks mean, but the rest yeah. of it is bulky. You're I right. kind of, for me, when it comes to free for free designs, I like the more practical ones. Um, mm. So Soldier's a really good example where it's got like all the tack pouches and everything. Um, but I feel like this just looks like really overly angular. Mm. And I feel like, like if you have armor, it's extruding from your chest that much isn't it just going to limit the movements you can do tactically in a battle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. We do get the um, the active camo as well. So we do have a, a gummy and then a couple of Spartans. But yeah, you know, we'll see. It's it, usually what how these work out is like they release them and everybody's critical and then when you get them in your hands, they're like, oh, this act's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I feel like this might be the case again here. You know, I'm excited to have that red jackal. That'll be kind of cool. Any highlights for you, Salvo? Um, I always like the Ultra, so I'm always happy to see mm-hmm. another Elite Ultra show yeah. up. Um, yeah, I'm with Tom. The Yellow Spartan um, isn't... Like, I've said it before. I'm not a particular fan of having a bright yellow Spartan on a battlefield. <laughs> um, it is kind of nice that they're adding the color so you can change his arm. Obviously, it looks like mm. he has a red arm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the weapons that come with it, the the DMR, that looks pretty new. I don't think we, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't had that kind of a DMR yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, so that looks awesome to see. Um, I've always liked having more uh, active camo guys, so that's cool. That's a bulldog, um, I think, too. The active camo bulldog. Yeah, yeah, active camo bulldog. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I would have liked to have seen some more Marines in this, but like in a set that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's got all the Marines for you. But um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Colin, and say that I would have liked to have seen maybe a little more of a focus on like a banished brute or maybe um, uh, at least a brute because obviously Infinite is centering around brutes, but it would have been nice to see. But as of right now, I'll agree with Tom and say, uh, to me, I think the... The first series is better. Um, yeah. It had kind of a bit more of a spread to it. Mm-hmm. I know it didn't have as many uh, bad guys, but like I said, it had a marine and it had uh, my favorite kind of colored grunt. Um, yeah, that orange. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like you said. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to get these in hand because, of course, I'm gonna buy them. Right. Because I'm. Sure. <laughs> and we know Bovey's gonna buy them. He's gonna end up with them <laughs> as well. But what do you did? Have you had a chance to look at the platoon pack? The platoon pack. No, yeah, we saw that. Bo- Bovi, did you have a chance to look at that one? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I what guess do you I've, think of that? I've I've seen this a couple times since yeah. it was discussed. Um, so over probably the last month, I've seen it. Oh, you have pop seen up it. here and there. Okay. Um, but this is exactly what we've been asking for. I mean, this is this yes. is f- five Marines, one Spartan, which is probably a better ratio than four Spartans and four bad guys like the new blind packs. But yeah. more realistic, um, right? But but yeah, at, the sa- sure. at the same time, you know, you can get a couple of these and, and swap some pieces out and change some things around, and now you've got ten new Marines or ten different Marines. So this yeah. is what this is what fans have been wanting for a long time is a mm-hmm. set that that we can army build Marines with, and we this is really the first time you know with the new infinite line all together that we've ever gotten that so is it an officer yeah. kind of in the bottom right that doesn't have a helmet oh, engineer maybe yeah i'd say like an engineer because it looks like he comes with attack pad um but yeah. what i would say i reckon he will have a helmet because if you look in the lower bit of the packaging there's like some plastic oh, bagging yeah. where the turret is but they did say it would come with other accessories as well so mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of little extra bits there because I, I kind of get the mm-hmm. vibe that they're doing this as a general release because they think people won't be able to get the Dollar General and the customizer pack. So I feel like this is them going, well, if you can't get those, here's this, where you still get a bit of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this this is superior, I think. Yeah. It probably still won't release in the UK, but I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just looking just looking at the at the picture, and I don't have a very good picture, but it looks like there's... Um, I want to say maybe lettering or a white line that's going across the Marine's chests. Oh. So that looks kind of interesting uh, unless it's just... I think it's just a reflection. Maybe, it's just, maybe on all of them? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a reflection, like the bubble. But maybe. I don't know. Because it looks like there's something... Once we get a yeah, higher resolution. Oh, like a named a squad from in. the game. What? Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a name. I don't know. But it, either way, they look, they look awesome. Just looking at the faces, it looks like you got... A couple of guys with beards. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of little, lot of variation. I think that's probably yeah. one of the coolest things about these Marines is the, the variation within it. So being able to swap, having guys with helmets, guys without helmets, it adds to the kind of combat evolved feel. I think Ooh, of that, yeah. those Marines. Nice. 
Matt, why don't you tell, talk about the ghost in this? It's called the hijacked ghost. This is the last of the three. What do you think? It's like a new new build. You addressed that to me. I missed. Yeah, that. you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, um, I love it. I think the the added um, gray flares kind of make it feel a little more banished because if you look at the previous ghost, and I don't have that one in front of me, but I remember it's not as jagged or it looks a little more streamlined. Mm-hmm. So it kind of harkens more to, I guess, traditional ghosts. But this one kind of looks like it's uh, it's built for ramming, just like a brute would do it. Yeah. Um, I love that we're getting grunts in the brute colors. So uh, I love the the red. And we also get, is that a Mark Seven on there? It looks like a Mark Seven. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, so we get a Mark well, Seven. Always. No, no, no. It's a little different. It's the new one. Is it the new one? Okay. It's, yeah, it's the new armor type. This was in the blind bags. Okay. The uh, pictures are pretty low res at this point, so maybe they'll yeah, res them up. Yeah, I'm squinting. I'm zooming in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is different. And then we get a brute. So um, with, did we ever get the confirmation of that weapon um, on my hiatus? I it was like an electric shotgun shot. somewhere. It was like an electric shot. Yeah. But I don't know if we got the official yeah. name. It's the non-brute shot for now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, oh, I also really love the, uh, if you look at the brute, it looks like his shoulder pad is red. Yeah. So I like that variation in color that it's a nice sleek silver and then you got the kind of insignia of the banish is just red. Um, so I'm happy. Like I said, I loved and I was happy and I was really hoping for a banished ghost to come out for this line. So I'm very happy to see it. It looks good. It looks like the uh, main portion of the build is one solid piece with attachments on top of it. Yeah, like the similar hood. Similar to how the, mm-hmm. how the Banshee works, how there's that, that gray piece in the front like the Banshee. Yeah, that's new. Though. So I'm guessing so that's, that's removable. Yeah, that looks like it, which I don't, I don't know if actually, I'm crazy about. It, it looks nice, but I, I also like I, I like it when you can build up that with, with actual yeah. bricks. And this will be the first banshee to include. I mean, the first ghost to include flick fire, are those shooters? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Anything else? To, I dig it. To add fish. Um, <laughs> blob blob. <laughs> I noticed that the brute included here is the same one as the Dollar General free perk. Um, so if you look, that's that that's got a re-release. And also the jackal, obviously, in the blind bags. So I think that goes back to my point of just saying it looks like they're trying to re-release some things in different sets. Um, mm. So I do wonder if that's to try and alleviate the exclusivity that we're seeing with some sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the... You know, I think a general thought is that banished equals red, which, yeah. yes, but also when you think of the Covenant, they weren't always purple. You know, there was there was purple in there, but they also had different colors when you were you not only fighting the game, but also figures. So it's different good shades of purple. Yeah, yeah, it's good to get uh, more more red stuff, more red enemies. But I think when we're when we're trying to set up, I don't know, dioramas and, and have certain scenarios, and when we actually play the game, not all the banished are going to wear red. The banished were red in Halo Wars Two because it was a, a RTS, and everything needed to look similar to you know so you could tell tell apart True. the enemies but um anyway just a, a note on variety so it's good that we are getting some red but I, I like the fact that you know if you look at the blind bag series the elite in there isn't red it's like a dark gray well it doesn't look like any of the elites are clothed in red um mm-hmm. except for maybe let valere 
the tragedy of Lepelaire. Um, <laughs> yeah. He seems to be the only one that actually carries red insignia. So yeah. if you look at Infinite, we have, um, I guess, elite mercenaries, um, and they are all in their traditional blue covenant colors. Mm-hmm. And then the ultras are white or gray. Yep. And no red is featured on any of them. Yeah. Um, can I drop a quick piece of exciting breaking news? That yeah. Sure. may potentially indicate some other things that we could see in the spring wave. Um, so don't judge me. I had Twitter open for a second because... <laughs> you did? You weren't paying attention? Yeah. Jazzwares have just announced the first wave of their three and three quarter inch figures. Um, and there's a jackal sniper. So obviously the jackals in this line have got the hole in their heads. Um, so oh, I think yeah. we'll, we'll be seeing them probably sooner rather than later now that Jazzwares have confirmed that. And they've also announced that um, the brute that we see come down in the drop pod is a Halo Infinite brute captain. So I imagine we might see that at some point as well. Cool. I yeah. love it. Just, yeah, a, just yeah. a quick lore nugget, but Jackals weren't part of Halo Wars 2. They were just that banished. But they have somehow since been integrated. Yeah. Maybe with Eshram's Banished. I mean, Mega did one anyway, didn't they? They did a Storm-style one in the Marauder. They did, yeah. So that wasn't canon for yeah. me until recently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 get back to the regular show. We're talking about ODSTs and um, just kind of everything that, that, that we love about ODSTs and the, and the figures and the, and the sets that have been released. The star of, I feel like, well, I, I would say one of the, the coolest things about mega constructs recently is the halo heroes series so i want to start there and talk and Mm -hmm. lead into the figures with them and they have given us alpha nine over the course of the years which is fantastic which is very cool they've kind of slowly rolled them out um in in all the series and so we have the full the full crew except for mickey we're still waiting mm-hmm. for Mickey, but we do have a Mickey official fig, yeah. even though it's, I mean, and he's, he's painted well. Um, maybe actually Thomas, that's a good cue for, for our Mickey story that I probably skipped over. Mr. Bovey. Yeah. So, uh, I would happen to get the NMPD Pelican from you, Colin, yeah. um, sealed, uh, long after it was unavailable to find anywhere else. And, um, but I had previously purchased a lot of figures that had a Mickey in it. So uh, through through the connections that you and I have made and your connections to this show, uh, we were actually able to get the other Tom, who's now on here, yeah. uh, his Mickey figure. So that was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. It's honestly awesome. And I mean, for me, I kind of... And I think I said to you guys a couple of weeks back, actually, I sort of keep an eye out for... Well, I have been for the past couple of years, like the NMPD set popping up here and there. But I remember that one never got released in the UK. So it was kind of a case of if I imported it, it probably would have cost me 400 quid and I wasn't going to yeah. pay that. Um, figure, and then, right. yeah, like like the aftermarket value on that figure was ridiculous. So I'd kind of given up and then our little show happened and you guys started to be collecting buddies and everything worked out perfectly. And I, yeah, really appreciate it because um, now I've got my ODST squad. The stars align. So you have all of Alpha 9 then? Well, I have got all of Alpha 9, but I don't have Buck as an ODST because I got him as a Spartan and From I was the... like, yeah, I don't need the ODST version. He can just <laughs> go with them in his Hell Jumper armor. 
Uh, well, he was the <laughs> it's first. pretty close to so. it. Yeah, yeah, he was. Annoyingly, that one stayed available in the UK for ages. Like, as in it was on eBay at, like, this time last year for £10. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't need it. And then it just disappeared. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. But it does go to show you if you're patient. You know, I mean, this, I feel like part of the collecting thing for us is I want everything now. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're patient, you know, things things will come around. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of the reasons that, that you, Bovi, are still patient. You know, you still have some figures to collect. Um, things, you know, things will pan out. Like, you'll, you'll end up completing the collection, I feel like, uh, in not too long. But let's talk about these. So we have Buck. We have Dare also. And Dare's not technically Alpha 9, but she's part of ODST. Yeah. Um, we have Romeo, we have Dutch, we have Rookie, Mickey that we just talked about. Um, Salvo, why don't you give me your thoughts on, like, which one of these guys is your favorite? Maybe maybe the figure. Why don't you tell me about your the figure that's the favorite, as opposed, I don't know if it's different mm. from your favorite character. Ooh. Well, I actually do not have all of Alpha 9. Oh, you don't? Okay. I only have Dutch, Rookie, and Romeo. All right. So I'm missing, I guess, Mickey and Buck, but like I do have so many Spartan Bucks now that I yeah. probably don't need ODST Buck. I would like it though. Um, I I always my favorite character in the game in ODST is Buck. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of. I mean, it's kind of have to be your favorite, right? Like yeah. <laughs> they well, set him up to he, be everybody's he favorite. He really is. I mean, like the the character you play as rookie, he really isn't a character. Um. He's more of the the blank slate type idea, but mm-hmm. Buck kind of carries that personality. And of course, uh, Nathan Fillion is probably one of the greatest guys ever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's really nice to see Buck in there. But um, on a figure level, which I have, um, I think probably Dutch because I okay. So I do have uh, I have Rookie that came with the drone. Yeah, and then mm, I have yeah. Rookie that came with the Halo Heroes, and I never opened my halo heroes rookie because in my opinion they're quite similar um the halo heroes rookie is a little darker um but i didn't see the point of having uh an un you know an opened rookie so um i would say probably the best version done would probably be that i have is dutch um especially the halo heroes version because of the the decal and the the piece that's on his chest so i think that's pretty good and the spartan laser that comes with him um, I think what probably would have made it better is if they included faces oh, with yeah. um, these guys. I think, uh, it's a, again, it's a missed opportunity mm-hmm. that the characters that show their face in Halo, I know we get at this with Dare, but right. um, a lot of them don't get to see their face. So yeah. it would have been nice to see their faces. But as a whole, I hope one day Mega Construct just releases an Alpha 9 yeah. set. And it has all Alpha 9, similar to how they did with Blue Team and Osiris. And I hope we get a Noble Team where we get all of Noble Team together. You could just put it on a little mountainside and have it just like the, uh, just like the statue. But uh, <laughs> it would be nice to get all of the Alpha 9 figures because um, I think they are probably some of the funnest characters in Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Bovi, are there any standouts for you? You know, I'm going to agree with Matt. Uh, Dutch is probably the best figure of the set. Um, he just has so oh, much, man. so much <laughs> detail on on both versions of it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so he's he really stands out as being the figure to me that that I prefer. 
uh, character wise, I probably like Dare because um, she's yeah. awful. Like she's she, like <laughs> she's, she's Oni. She's she is the bad guy, but she's supposed to be good. And so they they just between the, you know the different books and the and the game, she's she's developed so well as a character as being you know the love interest and the bad guy all in one that you you love to hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, it's like she's frustrating because she's so Oni, right? She's, <laughs> yeah. Kind of deep into that. Well, really the, like the, the, the thing I'll... Oh, go ahead, Tom. No, it's fine, Matt. You go first. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, the thing about I like about Oni is I kind of see them as, like, the necessary evil yeah. of the Halo universe where, yeah, they're doing things that are shady, but it's really kind of necessary to fight the covenant you know and of course everything's being compartmentalized from the main unsc um but oni obviously was the reason that the spartans kind of got their creation status going so oni is kind of that that talk we had with like dr halsey yeah is this morally gray kind of thing you know they're kind of like uh there's kind of like the nick fury of (laughs) halo no i like Mm -hmm. that her secrets have secrets i um I don't know. I I always find Dare funny because I've listened to the audiobook of Bad Blood, and I just think it's hilarious how in that Buck meets her, gets laid, and then he's like, "Wait, <laughs> you're a spook!" It's just <laughs> hilarious. So I, I feel like that like that novel adds a lot to the <laughs> dynamic of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And Buck basically became Oni. I yeah. mean. So it's kind of yeah. he got kind of got pulled into that world because of Dare. The crazy things love will do to a man. I I'll know. Tell you what. Remember, he liked being an ODST. None of this uh, gray area BS. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give a shout out to Romeo because this man takes a gravity hammer to the chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in ODST <laughs> and like the spiked side of it too, and somehow survives. Yeah. Like it's he deserved crazy. it for giving Buck so much lip. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's the guy that you're supposed to hate. <laughs> um, you know that's how he's written, but but pretty impressive what he does does in the game. And, you know, and I do like. I never that, hated Romeo. I do like that that figure as well. I think they, they've done a good job with that. Any other uh, anything other to mention with Alpha Nine, Fish? Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna throw a curveball here. Yeah, because Dare is actually my favorite. I um, okay. I really like the subtle way the sort of color palette of the gray and the blue sort of mixes on the figure and i just think they did a really nice job with blending all of the different colors on her really subtly um and actually the way i've got mine displayed i've got her with her helmetless head um but then she's got one of the cooler duty headset pieces on um and it just looks pretty cool and yeah i just think she's a good example of a really unique character and I kind of agree with Matt that it's a shame that they sort of started doing Alpha 9 right from Series 1. Because I think if they had started doing them a little bit later, we probably would have got helmetless heads with all of them, which would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Although I would say the Fox Molder head from Hero Series 5 makes a pretty decent stand-in for Buck. Mm, okay. Mm. Very nice. Let's move on. So we, the other interesting thing about the named figures, and I think these are the only other two, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, is we're getting Graves and Lang. And if you don't know who those are, they are part of the fire team from Fire Team Raven, the yeah. arcade game. 
which is mm. pretty cool if you ask me that they've um, that they've started to incorporate those characters. Even though we we really have only seen them in Fireteam Raven, I don't think there's anything yeah. written beyond that. But Bovi, you've mentioned that you really I know we actually met and your sons were going to play uh, play a little Fireteam Raven. Um, what do you like about these two figures? Uh, well, first, if you've ever played the, the game, you and, and you're a Halo fan, you sit down and you play the entire thing. It's yeah. just <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it works. So, and, and and we've gotten two. We've gotten two of the of the four figures. Um, so we're still missing. Uh, is it Hud, Marcus Hudson and yeah. Victor Victor Ramos are the are the two we're missing. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, and I'm dying for a Marcus Hudson figure because that's the one I always maybe get stuck. <laughs> get stuck playing as because is he green son, i forget which color he's he orange he's the orange one okay yeah yeah and so so when when you play with my son he picks first so that's fine um <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's just you know you see so you've gotten two figures i'm happy we got lang because it gives you a female odst form um and a, and a name another named female figure which we don't have enough of yeah but the, the game is super fun it's it ties into the lore really well and introduces some like actual, you know, some more, I should say named ODSTs that are like super important characters. If you follow along the story of the game that no one ever heard about or or was told about. So, you know, like I talked about earlier about ODSTs and being behind the lines and, you know, generally like these guys probably getting very little credit for anybody, for any of the things that they've done, but they're necessary to, winning the war yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean yeah, they, they are the reason that chief survived the battle of installation zero four well i mean that's how it was written like they they really helped him out uh, yeah. behind the scenes and protecting the the um pillar of autumn and, and yep. had to get there and, and you know blow it everything up so and they sacrificed themselves which is pretty cool yeah um, very mm-hmm. heroic of them. Isn't it ironic that we got Lang, a character from an arcade game, before we got Miranda? <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. We'll That's get like him. never not We'll get fun. a Miranda. We'll do it. <laughs> Eventually. When we're yeah. all old and gray, and when Colin's even yeah. older and grayer. Um, right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. So there's another, there's another character in there that's also in the books is Antonio Silva. Yeah. So he's the field commander, and then we have Wellesley, who's the the AI. Yeah. There as well, I wonder if they'll, you know, at maybe you know, we'll as more series roll out, we'll get the other two, and then we'll also get a Silva and a Wellesley. That'd be pretty rad. So Silva uses, um, and Bovi, you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think he's the Halo Two Anniversary ODST model, if I remember correctly. Um, so they could potentially just use the like similar camouflage body style that they did with the marine sniper um mm. and then put ODST armor on that and that would be pretty close to his appearance and i don't see why they couldn't maybe give him an unhelmeted head to make him different um and also include like the little statuette of wellesley um cuz if you think about it that would kind of be a win win cuz if you bought several of them and just put the helmet on them you can get super detailed Halo 2 anniversary ODSTs. Yeah, I love that. Very cool. Let's move on from the figures. So there's more ODST figures, but I feel like we're going to talk about them as a part of the drop pods and the sets. So instead of just kind of listing everything off twice, let's move on to the drop pod and the, and the variations. 
And um, Fish, I want to start with you because you've been, um, I don't know, yeah. you've, you've been more, more of a serious collector, it feels I've been like, doing for, my for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. So talk about the OG drop pods and maybe your affinity for yeah. them or your dislike. You know, I'm not sure what your take is on them, but, but take us through those. Yeah. Um, so when they were first introduced, they did three and they were green, red and blue. And the blue one was the sniper, the green one was the close quarters mm-hmm. expert, and the red one was the heavy weapons expert. And then gradually yep. they began to build them out. So you had a covert ops one, um, you had a arctic sniper, and I think there were possibly a couple of others as well. Um, but I always really used to love them, because here in the UK they were like a £10 set, and you get a drop pod um, which comes with both a kind of long extension and a short one so you can sort of put it into the drop pose with um the sort of air brake behind it or you could put it as if it was stowed away um Mm -hmm. obviously they had the three piece opening doors which were really really cool and these alongside the old school armory sets which were basically sets that came with a figure um a little build and a bunch of weapons were kind of the way that you got painted weapons back in the day. Um, So I can Mm -hmm. remember the sniper pod, which is the only one that I ever had from the original line, was the only way for quite a while that you could get a Halo 3 painted sniper rifle. Um, So they were kind of like the way that you would go about getting those things. Um, And I, I always remember they were pretty, pretty high in demand, I mean, I remember those mm-hmm. first three sort of became quite hard to track down after about a year. Um, and then subsequent releases, it was always really, really tricky to find the drop pods. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do think it's worth mentioning, although it's an ODST-focused episode, they did try and do some cool stuff with them. So we haven't really seen them since. Um, but they did at one point do Covenant drop pods that you could open up as well, yeah. and they had like an Elite Ultra... Um, mm-hmm. an elite general and some other stuff and they also did a flood drop pod at one point which was really cool um so yeah it was kind of like um a sort of i don't really know what it would be the equivalent to now not really a battle pack um but kind of like sort of an option for that sort of pocket money level product where it wasn't just one product at that price point you could like get a combat unit or you could get a figure with some super detailed weapons and this little build and mm-hmm. it was just kind of that nice little niche product that you could pick up did you ever see them in store then yeah yeah they were so in were they just the hung UK. like on an end cap or like um, where you get all your action figures kind of hung there I think so. The original ones came in proper cardboard boxes, um, mm-hmm. so I've, I'm fairly sure they were just all kind of like yeah, they were like all piled onto the shelves. Yeah, because okay. they used to like this is going way back in the UK, but they used to be one of the things that you would go to Toys R Us to get because they'd always have a good assortment of drop pods. Okay, mm-hmm. and not to mention, but those boxes were the coolest. ODST yeah. drop pod boxes yeah. like just the tall cylinder type I guess not really a cylinder but it, the, the taller kind of thing mm-hmm. um they were just so unique and they're just kind of really cool and where I was at they did hang on pegs so oh they did um, okay that's that's kind of seems yeah. like how they're built is to yeah to do a peg thing but very cool any do you have any other thoughts on the drop at least the OG drop pod salvo 
Uh, I only had the heavy weapon specialist, so I got the red guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Still actually a really detailed uh, drop pod. And the the funny thing about the drop pods is is they were really detailed in the beginning, and then they took a big dip, (laughs) and then they swung, I mean, a big deep dip, and then they swung (laughs) up to some really high quality. So um, I really do like the original drop pod. and like Tom said, it was a really kind of a really cool way to get some painted uh, weapons. And I think that was the first set that I got an ODST. So um, it was weird having like 80 Spartan 2s and then one ODST. Yeah, but right. um, it is really neat that that's kind of how they started. But yeah, those sets were quality. And I had wish I had, was able to pick up one of the elite drop pods. But I just I never found it in the wild. Yeah, I've. Oh, yeah, the elite ones. I've grabbed um, a, a, another collector, a local buddy collector of mine. He hooked me up with the Close Quarters one. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's, it's got really cool paint detail on it. Um, it's Are like all, all scuffed local up. collectors just hanging out where you're at? They now? just, you <laughs> know what? Zero where I'm at. I'm like, <laughs> there's like tons over there. We live in a hotbed over here. far between to find that's... one over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so I have one of those and then I have... Um, Oh, I forget. It is like a covert ops one, I believe that yeah. I might have as well. Mm-hmm. So I've got those. I don't. I kept them in the package so far, just because they look so oh, good. Nice. You yeah. know, like I'll I'll break them out eventually once I get a little more shelf space too. But Bovi, why don't you take us through the second generation? And I don't know if they're really called drop pods or like is it packaging that they come in, <laughs> or what are these other things? So. The Easter eggs, as, as I like to call them, were just, um, and, and, and it, it was almost like they did a, an ODST version of a blind bag where yeah. you just knew, knew what you were getting. The, the packaging was, was neat, but it was very cheap. And I mean, they just, they're just break open pods that are shaped like a drop pod. Um, but mm-hmm. in all reality, the figures from those sets were my favorite. So yeah, they're the, high the, end. The, the shark tooth face mask ODSTs are some of my favorite figures that they've ever come out with. It was just a different idea, a, a different, you know, way of making an ODST and making him stand out. So mm-hmm. the, the figures themselves were great, but the sets, and I, and I think they came out probably like 2014 range, yeah. um, were, were just very, you really wish they would have done what they did in, in the older days, because as yeah. these guys, as these guys both said, the old, ODST pods that came in the you know the foot tall box with everything were awesome and then mm-hmm. the, the next rendition of them were very blah I mean they're well, they're, the pr- they're great background material for photos and like if you're making dioramas and stuff but overall they they don't stand up to any of the other pods they've come out with mm-hmm. Do you remember the price point though as in comparison I mean it feels like this was probably more like a they $5 were ch- they were much cheaper price point. I, yeah they were 499 here yeah, yeah. three ninety nine. Where I was at, I think it was the same price so as that. A makes hero, sense. So it feels like, bucks. sorry, the, the, it feels like this iteration was more like the drop pod was a way to give you a really nice figure versus yeah. also yeah. a figure and a nice drop pod to play with. It's interesting yeah, I, looking at it because it was like the predecessor to Heroes in many ways. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, also, doesn't doesn't these kind of Easter egg drop pods span between Phase 1 and Phase 2 or yeah. 1.0, 2.0 figures? So you have the same kind of Easter egg drop pod with the old articulation, and then you have some with the new, but yeah. both have that shark, uh, shark tooth helmet. 
I don't... Bovi, you might be able to answer this. I don't know if the first wave of the old ones got the new articulation treatment or if it was just they did one wave of old style and then two waves of newer style. Yep, that's that right. that's correct. One the very first the very first wave of the egg drop pods, the break open, you know, non fancy drop pods was the old articulation. Yeah. It's it's similar to the to the helmet sets that they had where you you know the, the mini play sets where half of them were were the old articulation, half of them are the new. So they did the same thing here. They just when they brought out the second set of of the drop pods, it was the new articulation style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a, and you had to be very careful when you were ordering those because you didn't want to order the old articulation. Mm. You wanted and you wanted the new yeah. articulation because they looked very similar. So you had to like kind of double check. Right. Yeah. I Is there a standout for you, Bovi? Like the from a figure standpoint, um, if you recall. Uh, I always like the green one because I like I like the coloring on him, the metallic green one. But mm-hmm. the, the favorite one of mine is is the goldish slash bronze one and it's strictly because he, cool. he took the longest to get like he was the last one that i needed for to complete the whole set. oh that makes sense yeah <laughs> because he was so he was hard to track down he's one of your favorites i like that um tom what were you gonna say i was gonna say for me i remember being over the moon that we got an all black odst um because mm. They so the black one in wave two came with like a gray undersuit, but I got the same number of those as I did the copper ones, and then I swapped them out. So my ODSTs were just pure black, um, with nothing but the shark details, and they're like my only ODST squad, um, which was cool. And then I remember I really liked when they um did the third and final wave because it was right when they did the ODST customizer pack as well. Um, So each sort of ODST, there was like a gold, a silver, I want to say a red one and maybe one other one. Um, I never managed to get any of them. Um, But they all had like a special piece of armor. So one of them had Buck's torso that had like the little tab for the knife to go on. Another one had the Mickey shoulder plate. Another one had the like little armor bandoliers around the ankles. And I just Mm -hmm. remember thinking that was a really cool way of adding more variety to the ODSTs back at the time. Very cool. Matt, did you get your hands on any of these? On the yeah, I got I got only the uh, new articulation. Um, I don't know why I missed the first wave. I might have because I think at that time, uh, I want to say I knew that the new articulation was coming, or at least we had had a set with new articulation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up just picking up the new articulations. I think I have the, I have the the. It was like an almost black, but it's like a dark dark green, and then. I think there's a black and gray ODST, and both of those guys have the shark bite jaw on yep. their helmet. So I have two of those guys. Um, they're actually really nice, uh, to be honest. I think that they're uh, cool. And I think the thing about ODSTs is that their armor is just so awesome, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like that Mandalorian uh, Boba Fett armor where it's just so cool, and yeah. it lends to like this customization that you can just kind of add, and it's... It just makes sense. So seeing, 
I guess these kind of shark decals made sense. Like ODSTs would like, if they were part of a squad, they'd paint like decals onto their helmets. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of adds to the to the lore of the ODSTs. Very I like cool. how it like lends itself to the lore of them being special forces as well. Because obviously you see that with some special forces where they'll get a specific designation or a specific code name. And then in, in the military as a whole, obviously people get tattoos depending on what regiment they're with and that kind of stuff. So it's sort of a natural mm-hmm. evolution of that idea. Yep, for sure. So I've, I've only gotten a couple of these through just lot purchases, so I don't have a, a ton to say, but it, um, it did, once I did realize that, because, you know, I, I, when I was collecting, I would ha- get these little shells. I'm like, what are these things? These things are terrible. <laughs> um, but <laughs> once I came to terms with the fact, oh, this is just like a cool way or, you know, they're cool packaging you know, a way for you to, to receive a, a cool figure that I'm, yeah. that I'm, a little, I'm more okay with that. Cause I'm sure that, you know, the price point was, was cheaper and all that, so that sort of thing. So anyway, um, why don't we talk about the new ones? I'll start with the new ones. Cause, um, when I started collecting, um, you know, just a few years back, not, not as long as these guys, but the first one that I grabbed, one of the first sets I've grabbed was the operation Stonebreak drop pod. Yeah. Um, it's like a kind of a gray, black, and red. I mean, those are kind of my the colors that I that I tend to gravitate to when I customize my own figures or whatnot. So I I did I grabbed that one, um, and it just kind of sat there for a long time. It's like, oh, this is a cool little Halo thing that I have, and I think I also grabbed like a um, a Sergeant Forge from the Halo Heroes random Halo Heroes randomly. So those are like my first two really like collection pieces that sat on my desk um, at work. And um, I, I do like the playability, so I'm interested to hear what you guys think about these things. And and you know the the drop pod has changed from the bungee style, like that's what the original um, the original ODST drop pods that we talked about that were, that was that was designed after the original style of drop pod. And the new you know Halo Five drop pods are are what these ones are, and like yeah. where the door just kind of pops off and. They, I feel like they did a good job of designing it to make it look like that new drop pod. Whether or not you think that the new drop pods are better than the drop pods from like a game design standpoint is, I don't know, up in the air. But I, I really like the playability of these. And, um, you know, I have been able to play with these with my sons a little bit. And the fact that they can just kind of hammer them on the ground, that door flies off, <laughs> um, is, is actually pretty cool. And they do it, you, you know. just sat there cringing like, no, don't chip the paintwork. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, I bought extra so they can play with them, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know i feel like the playability is pretty good with these and they're they are a little more hardy than and maybe you guys can speak to this uh, it feels like they're more hardy than the, the original ones um and, and more of a play feature um mm. i'll throw it back to you fish what are your thoughts on kind of the new <laughs> ones as opposed to the old ones um so my old ones two out of three of them are broken um uh-huh. where the door pieces have like snapped off because the plastic gets quite brittle over time Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine in that regard, these new ones are better, but I can't give you my comprehensive thoughts cause I don't have a new drop pod. Um, oh, you don't? no, mm. they never got a domestic release in the UK. Um, so I've never been able to pick them up for retail price. Um, mm. and there's only really been one that's properly piqued my interest and that was the flood hunter one. Um, yeah. I really, I, I would like to get that one at some point, but Unless I can like get it through somebody, I don't want to pay aftermarket prices for it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not something that I've 
encountered. I may have grabbed oh. an extra one in my hunting, so let's talk. Yeah, um, let's, let's Matt, talk. That's, that's my need. favorite one, too. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> one, too. Just the, the black and the yellow and the flamethrower. Yeah. It's it's pretty rad. Doesn't when they the, came like, out ODST thing. have a like symbol on its chest plate as well? Yeah, they all do. They all do. Yeah, oh all my these god, new that's guys. cool. I didn't know. But that. it's more—it's more, it's more prominent cool. in this one because it's okay. the yeah the contrast with the black and the yellow. But he just looks—he looks super mean. <laughs> Matt, what's your favorite? Uh, I only have two of them. I have the Operation Throne, and then okay. I have the Desert one. Um, the bronze. I probably like the th- co- bronze cobra what? one. That one. Oh, okay, that one. Yep, that's exactly it. Um, I probably like the Operation Throne one just because I think the ODST that comes with it is really cool because it has the the it kind of reminds me of the odst from the the marketing for the game odst yeah. um it has mm. that orange with the the decal on the, the orange portion so i like that um i probably am not as harsh with these um i don't see the point of you know smashing <laughs> them to get the door open um <laughs> i don't really use them because um i've had them in a couple of my stop motions but um, they're not really built with a stationary, like, uh, solid positioning in yeah. mind because of the rounder portion. So usually I end up seeing that they're just kind of slipping and sliding within production. So yeah. I tend not to. Um, but yeah, I think as a whole, stylistically and functionally, I think they're actually pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bowie, what do you think about these new things? So I, I'm really going to just copy everything Matt has to say. I, I like them. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the detail on the figures. They really stepped it up. I think every figure, every individual ODST has some type of unique decal on his chest as far as mm-hmm. you know, squad markings and whatnot. But I, I'm with him. The, the, the being able to smash it on the floor and have the door kick off is completely unnecessary to me. Um and it's just it's just you're just asking for him to break and as, <laughs> as tom as as tom pointed out the old ones were very fragile those those little you know pegs on the doors as you open yeah. them they broke off like crazy and so <laughs> when you get a sour taste from the old drop pods with that and then you get new ones that oh you're supposed to throw this thing at the floor <laughs> well, <laughs> why, why don't we just break the stuff i that dad just bought you that's all yeah. he's asking for and, and i i hate that about them but Otherwise, these are so well done and, and such a step up. And, and really, of all the ODST figures, these are probably some of the best, if not the best, yeah. Because, yeah. because of the level of detail. What mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. these new drop pods like internally? Because I know with the last one, sometimes you'd want to like take them apart in the middle so you could get to the interior Hold to on. put figures in. Let me, let me just open mine up. Hold on. I'm going to smash oh. it right now. All right, the door has just kicked. All right, so I haven't been in one of these in forever. All right, so uh, you have a chair, and then you have four pegs on the side of each chair, so you can put weapons and little compartments. Um, There's nothing design-wise. Like, there's no controls or anything um, that I can see of. Um, And the chair is kind of what you would see with, like, maybe the set on the Falcon. Okay, uh, That kind of a chair design. And it's it's stationary and locked in, so nothing super special about inside. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay. It is a little cool bit of a build though. It. When you when you buy one, yeah. it like looks like it's 
complete, but it's not. Like there's some little pegs you got to put in and put in these little, I don't know what they're called on, on the sides, but there's four little spires on the side that you have to assemble. Okay. I do like that the door is like has like a, a clear, translucent look through, so you can actually imagine that your ODST is looking through the window as he's hurtling towards something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hell, perhaps. That's cool. Hell, yeah. The, <laughs> I remember that with the original ones, a lot of them they ended up painting over the glass, um, but with the first wave, they did, um, they just did transparent glass. And the sniper one I've got is like um, a pod that's got little red details on the gl- glass. So it looks exactly like the one um, that the ODST drops in, in the trailer for ODST, the live action one. Um, oh, so yeah. I think that's quite cool. Um, I did want to ask as well, do these newer pods have painted weapons now again? Oh, shoot. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Let me see. Yes, they don't have. Um, for some reason, Mega's website doesn't have the two newest okay. pods updated. So the, I don't have nearby. The one that I have, Operation um, Throne, the he does have an SMG, and the portion, I guess the the not the main trigger portion of the yeah. gun, but the the way you're holding it is painted with an orange, so it matches his armor. Okay. Cool. So little little bits on all of the weapons are painted, but I wouldn't call them painted weapons like what you're used to now. Okay. Um, every, everything has a has a color match to the the ODST um, of a little bit. Either the stock is painted or the clip is painted, but overall the guns aren't like full detail painted like we see with some of the new sets. Okay, cool. That makes sense. It's still kind of like a happy middle ground, so I like that. That's cool. I um I remember the. I can't remember the name of it, but the, like, venomous green coloured one has got, like, the little laser bit on the Socon painted. So I just wondered if it was the same with all of them. So it's cool to hear it is. That one's called Guillotine, I believe. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they got some good names. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of that. So, yeah. all right, let's talk about the sets now. So that, this is kind of broad. This could be anything else that that is ODST related that Mega has given us. Um, I'm going to throw it to Tom, why don't you start us off with maybe some highlights, some of the sets that you, um, that you think are pretty neat or you've, you've acquired yourself that feature ODSTs. Is that fish, Tom? The fish, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Fish and din. (laughs) Um, so in terms of ones I think are pretty cool, uh, I got the wombat and I thought that was really cool because I never thought we would get something like that. And yeah. obviously that came with the first version of the Rookie, uh, which was really awesome. And I really like the like little uh, printed sort of like almost control panel in that set the Rookie comes with. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how, but I've ended up with three of that piece. And I've oh, actually, funny. yeah, <laughs> I've like started using one of them as like a little motion tracker for my Colonial Marine. So I think that that's just a really fun piece. Mm-hmm. Um. Then sort of beyond that, I would say, for me, there's really two other standouts. And it's one I've got, which is the ODST Troop Pack that was a Toys R Us exclusive that came with Dutch. um, uh, green drones. Yeah, and two green drones. Because I remember that was right when the drones were first introduced and it was a good way of getting them easily. And Mm -hmm. also... 
I actually really like the build of that one because it's kind of like a little terrain piece, but it's got like some wooden panels and stuff. And I remember I just pictured back in the day when I was a kid playing with it that it was something that like residents of New Mombasa had put together to try and stop the Covenant from advancing so they kind of just like thrown everything together to try and stop these aliens from invading their city and now the ODSTs were using it to repel them um, yeah. so I, I always felt that was quite a fun self-contained playset um, and then for me the third one which I would count as a part of this even though it is technically part of the covert ops line is the flood siege set um purely because it is the only time that they have done a build of a mac cannon and hmm. it looks so awesome obviously we don't get bases very often at all so any kind of structural build is incredible and it's the one set from that line where i'm like tom you're a bloody idiot why didn't you buy it <laughs> Why didn't you buy it when it was on that shelf at Toys R Us with like £10 off? You were like, nah, I'm going to wait until it's on sale more. And you never saw it again. You silly, <laughs> right. silly boy. Yeah, <laughs> that is the plight of us all. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, that Matt Cannon is pretty rad. I, I've yeah. got my hands on that set. Bovi, why don't you go next? Any standouts from ODST standpoint? So the, the, the Blue Series ODST pack is one of my favorites, and most people in the U.S. don't even know this set exists because it was a U.K. exclusive. Yeah. Um, so it took, again, most of my collection is, is based on how hard it was to find. Mm -hmm. you know? So I had to get this one from a collector in England to send get him to send it back to me. Um, I'm used to sending stuff that way, but I got yeah. this one sent to me. So just a, a great little set with just a basic standard blue ODST that, that really isn't anything special, but he's he's a super hard figure to find. So he's one yeah. that has always stood out to me, especially because, again, he wasn't available in the U.S. Yeah. What else? Uh, mm. Oh, go ahead, I was Tom. I say, that set's Fish. cool as well because it's got a painted target designator, and some of them, the paint-ups on it are a little bit dodgy, but if you look, the screen on the back is like yellow and the front bit's yellow as well. Because I remember I got that and I was like, oh, it's just silver. Wait, what? And like, that was my whole reason for wanting to get that set. Very cool. Ovi, anything else that stands out? And, and then oh, the ODST Ambush set was, uh, again, going back to um, one of the first sets we saw, one of the first sets that, that introduced the ODSTs to the collection and, and to collectors, um, just a really basic set, but you know, you got, I think it was the very first, uh, brute jump pack set yeah. as well as the first ODST set. And it's got mm -hmm. a, uh, kind of a fun little new Mombasa terrain piece that isn't, isn't anything special, but it, it you know, it, it at least gave you something more than what you get with just a, a small figure pack nowadays. It's an actual usable, um, play set slash stand that you can put them on. So a fun little set that introduced a few new things to us and, and really got the ODST started as, as far as mega goes. Yeah. 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 That, that does a good, that pays a good homage because that has the direct connection to that game. I mean, there, there's some other sets that we can talk about, but, but that little, what is it called? Like NMPD headquarters or something like that. Center. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the, you see that all the time mm -hmm. in that game. So it's a cool, cool callback. 
I completely forgot that set exists, so I'm really glad you brought it up. Because um, that was the first set that came with a spike grenade as well. Mm-hmm. Salvo, what do you got? Any any favorites? Um, I'm not a huge fan of the police uh, decals on most of the sets, um, but for as ODST, so I never picked up any of the police decaled, but um, mm. uh, just because it just, I don't know, I, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it fit for halo in my opinion i don't know sure. that's maybe a hot topic but uh i did pick <laughs> up the the covert ops battle unit and that's probably one of my favorite little sets that includes yeah. an odst because it's it's kind of unique um it's got the uh what is it the the bubble shield right the bubble shield yeah it's got yeah. it's actually got my first uh, uh the newer kind of chain gun um hmm. and yeah so i kind of liked it it's it's the probably one of the sets that has the only marines that are unique to that set that kind of oni um color scheme for marines yeah but yeah so that's that's one of my favorites uh, i think i accidentally broke one of the pieces on the bubble shield though during oh. a stop motion <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of sad but um yeah that's pretty much i mean i like like i said i think the my favorite uh part of the odst sets are the the drop pods because i think that kind mm-hmm. of makes odsts yeah, that so. makes sense. Well, I just put together the NMPD pel- Pelican. I feel like I had to for this show, <laughs> and I forgot how terrible it was to not have numbered bags. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I broke this thing open, and, uh, and of course, I probably should just sort it right away, but at the same time, I felt like I, I knew I was going to do it all weekend, and I was building it in a place that is also like our TV room, so I knew I was going to have to pack it up a lot, so... Um, so the way I build it is kind of like open a bag and then, you know, pull out a couple of the pieces that I need and then like keep every, everything else in the bag. So I kind of know what's in that bag. It's just, it's a terrible process, but, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, w- you know, once you chip away at, at the bulk of the pieces, it, it does get a little bit more manageable, but the, this giant, like the, the set is this giant base, this landing pad. Yeah. Um, that's like a, a bunch of the, I guess the bulk, not the pieces, but the bulk of the set. And, you know, it, it's actually nice. It looks like a, a, it's a cool piece. And then you have this building that has, a, you know, a couple computers on the inside of it. And so there's some playability there. My boys have, have liked having that available. It's got the little bridge that comes down to the landing pad. And then the Pelican itself is huge. This thing is massive. It's it's bigger than both of the other Pelicans oh, that we've gotten um, by, a, by a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's not massive. The, the new one that we're all looking forward to, to finally <laughs> getting our hands on, I think, is the biggest. But... Um, this NMPD Pelican is bigger, but it was a good, it felt, you know, it was, it was a fun build. I like all of the touches that they had with NMPD. And then, you know, the main reason we mentioned this set is because you do get a Mickey in, in it. And um, that's, we, you know, we already talked about that, but that's that's one of the features of of the set. And it, it's, it's really, you know, and it's, this is kind of from one of the games, right? Like the, the, when I talked about Mickey taking a gravity hammer to the chest, like that's, you could re, you could reenact that, that yeah. scene with this set. Cause it kind of happens up on a landing pad and yeah, you that's could, cool. you could have all, uh, or is it, yeah, all alpha nine finally reunites up there, don't they? Yeah. And they, they that's, do those. 
that missile launchers. They, there's a little missile launcher that comes in yeah. in the set as well. So it's a, it's a cool. It's got a lot of play features. You know, we, and we can talk separately about the fact that it's a signature series in line with the other stuff. But as a set, it is it is a nice set. It's a nice piece to have. It's yeah, probably. So there's three signature series sets. I don't have. I think this one, the mammoth and the spirit. And I think out of all of them, this is the one that I would really like to get at some point, just because I think having that landing pad is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's something that Megan never do. So the fact that they did it to that kind of scale is awesome. And I also love the fact that not only is that um, kind of like a location in the campaign, but it's also one of the firefight maps. So I think it's really cool that you can kind of... I mean, for you, for example, Matt, you could do so much with stop motion with a set like that. Um, so I think it's a really, really cool piece. Is the is the are there studs on the landing pad or is it flat? Landing pad's flat uh, around the edges. Yeah. There's studs. Um, so I probably couldn't use it too much because they'd slip and so slide. Like run across it. Yeah. yeah. Right. More Unless for you do like the toymation where they put the clay at the bottom of their feet. Yeah. Mm, right. That sounds like a lot of work. And it's super, super hard to clean off when you buy a lot of figures from someone who does toymation and you have to, to scrape all the blue clay out of the feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that I, I do not want to imagine having to do that. <laughs> so the other one I wanted to mention, and there, there are others, so maybe we'll have an honorable mention, but um, the Kestrel Strike has a ODST in it. The yeah. um, So it features the Kestrel, which is the VTOL, the old VTOL, and then some Prometheans, and it features the, our orange Spartan that we see in Spartan Strike. And then it also oh. has an ODST that you can drop into this thing as well. Oh, I forgot this set existed as well. Yeah. It, well, it was exclusive. I, th- I want to say, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, it was a Walgreens exclusive, perhaps? Yeah, that sounds right. And it, so it's not a ton of pieces, but there's not many of them out there. And if you look on Amazon, well, don't look on Amazon because um, it's way overpriced. So I, I don't think they produced a whole lot of them, but it's out there and it's a pretty neat set. You know, it's got some the the orange highlights of the, the game are, are carried through in this set. And um, yeah, I thought they did a, a nice job with that. I think the fact that, that this weird little game was out and they was tying it directly to it, people yeah. didn't have a lot of appeal at the time. But for those of you that grabbed it, I think you... Uh, most of you are happy with what it is. You just broke my heart because I had a chance to get this Spartan a couple of months back and I didn't <laughs> take it. And I messaged the guy like two weeks later and was like, do you still have it? I've got the money now and I think I'm going to get it. And he sold it. And oh, yeah. um, a fun bit of trivia with this set, this, the Kestrel itself was originally designed by Mega technically because obviously it was the Repex vehicle before it yeah. then got repurposed as this in Spartan Strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they had some fun with that, that Repex line. Yeah. Very cool. All right, well, we've talked a lot about ODSTs. Um, and before we close, I do have the, a quick community question, but is there anything else you guys want to mention that we missed? I'll just go around. Bovi, do you want to mention anything that we may have overlooked? Uh, no, I, I guess, uh, th- again, thanks for having me on. Um, ODSTs are fun. They're... You know, as far as if you're if you're a, a hardcore mega collector like we all are, they seem to be the figure that everybody is always looking for. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> you cannot you cannot have enough of these. And if and they still sell you know regularly on all the you know, social media and all those places and eBay for for large amounts of money because it seems like between Marines and, and ODSTs, people can't army build these figures enough. Yeah, definitely. Fish, what do you got? Anything else? Mega, if you're listening, please turn the ODST from the live action trailer into a hero's figure. Thank you. I have said my piece and good night. <laughs> Marcus Salvo. Hudson. Alpha 9 figure pack. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Any other this highlights that we missed? This is what happens at the end of these, Bovey. We just start shouting out random ideas. <laughs> right, yeah. It just <laughs> devolves. Make this, make that. <laughs> Salvo, anything else to say? Anything else we, you want to highlight? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Cool. All right, so we there is something that you... that hopefully you saw out on the spotlight on uh, Halo Waypoint, but there's this... Giant, I just want to talk about super quick before getting our community question. This giant frigate that uh, one of the community members created. His name is Steve Witt. Go check this thing out. It is enormous. It took, was it 25,000 pieces or something crazy like that? Yeah. Like this mm-hmm. guy is uh, put in some work over multiple years. And we got to figure out a way to get him on the show because this thing is ridiculous. And I, th- I think it's all Lego, which, you know, that's okay. But um, the fact that how much how much work and effort and time and, and how accurate this thing is, it's 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 just amazing. Bovi, have you seen this thing? Yeah, it's it's massive. Um, I'm sure people on on online are asking that you know Mega to turn this into a signature series set, <laughs> charge charge 150 bucks for it. So, yeah, right. But, <laughs> but it, it is it is amazing, and the level of detail that he put into it, uh, it is. I don't even know where you would put that in your house. And, and right. I, I, I could say that, and I have a huge mega box collection taking up an entire room. So, and yet I don't think I would want this massive frigate in my house, but it is, it is awesome to, to do what he did is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. We love seeing stuff like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, props to him. So Steve Witt, he deserves all of the credit out there that uh, anybody can, can give him. Hopefully this thing, makes its way into a, the Halo Museum if he's willing to part with it, but I doubt he's willing to part with it. Imagine um, how much they'd have to pay him. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's impressive. So um, check that out if you haven't seen it already. Um, he's got, uh, there's a Flickr account that he's got. If you just want to go to a place to find everything, go to Halo Waypoint, and uh, it is on the spotlight from September 17th. Definitely check that out. Cool. So I had a quick community question that I posted and maybe um, just a couple answers that we got. Uh, I was just curious what people thought were, was the best set that the Megas put out. And I, maybe we had a, a response or two on Twitter. Matt, did anybody chime in? We had one. The Halo Mega blog said probably this customizer set. And so it's the ODSD customizer red and yeah. blue. So that came with a lot of different armor variations and helmet uh, with the antenna or the uh, the micro, the binocular ad- attachment to the helmet. So that's a cool set. Always always comes with a bunch of weapons and bits of gear for the ODST. So always nice to have more customization. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I posted on, on Discord. got a couple more responses. If you haven't joined our Discord group, uh, jump in and 
have some fun. It's a wild place, <laughs> but we do have a couple channels in there for um, collectibles and, and builds to block the show. So Pope chimed in. He said, a while ago when Mega first started doing Halo stuff, they sold collectible drop pods with figures. Um, these are fun to... Um, this says, those were fun to make mock battlefields with. So he's probably talking about the original ones, I think. Yeah. Um, another guy by the name of, or a girl by the name of Gong B, G-U-N-B. Uh, if you talk about ODST game tie-ins, definitely NMPD. Uh, if not, then I like the newest sets of drop pods, though they're fragile. Oh, so confirmation that maybe they do break the new ones. <laughs> and then Thrombomb. snatching them out of the kids' hands. <laughs> well, so I've, my basement where we play with our stuff is carpeted. So I feel like on a carpet, those things should be okay. Do you want to take that risk? <laughs> Thrombomb06 says definitely the Alpha 9 Halo Heroes figures. So we've talked about all that stuff. Thank you for everybody for participating. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for listening. It's been a fun show. We love ODSTs, and hopefully we get more in the future. Hopefully we get some in Infinite. I think it'll yeah. be, it'll be you know, there's this crazy theory out there, and I, and I won't take this idea. It came from um, Dust Storm over at Pogtacular. We were chatting one day, and if there ever is to be a Battle Royale in Infinite, make it ODST-based. How rad would that be? Yeah, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll do it for our show. Thanks for, well, actually, maybe, do you guys have any community features? Matt, sometimes you have something to say. Uh, no, I think I'm good this time. No? Okay. Anybody else? Bovi, you want to feature anybody or say anything, a shout out to anybody? Uh, I, you know, I just thank you guys for having me on. Um, this community is amazing. From from everybody I've met to everybody I've traded with and bought and things from, it's just, it makes it so much easier when, when people are, are great and you get to know everybody. Um, and even just the guys I got to actually meet in person at Outpost. Uh, if you're yeah. listening, Mega or whoever is in charge of that, have it again. And then again, and then again, like every year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we gotta gotta do that. And uh, I just I enjoy the community. The people are awesome, and it's what what keeps me a part of this collection that my son has taken over. Quick story about uh, Outpost. So uh, Bovi and I had met, or at least uh, become familiar with each other. Um, and started helping each other out a little bit. We both went to Outpost, but we missed each other <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um, he was with his son, and on the way down from our place to Chicago, he was, like, hunting out all these stores along the way. And then you you were ahead of me, and you were like, oh, don't go to this store. You know, we've already cleaned <laughs> this one out. And so I was hunting, you know, other places and picking some things up. So that was kind of fun to, to kind of help each other. And then we finally yeah. did get together and do a little swap of, of our uh, our treasures that we found. Uh, yeah. Fish, what do you got? Anything else? I am. Um, I've got two things. Firstly, on the topic of shouting people out, I am going to shout out my friend Simon Fox. Um, and I don't know if he'll be listening to this because I don't know if he even knows I do this. Um, but he's somebody I know from way, way back. Um, and just on the topic of kind of like nice stories of people helping collectors, um, this is somebody that I'd known for like six years as just an internet friend. Um, and when I was in Pittsburgh, I messaged him like ahead of time to say I was going over to America and he actually got time off work and drove like four hours to come and hang out, get Primanti Bros 
and to then take me toy hunting to all the Walmarts to look for Halo stuff. So that was a really, really cool trip, and it was just cool yeah. hanging out with him and that he was willing to do that. So I doubt he's listening, but if he is, shout out to you, Simon, you're awesome. Um, and yeah, that was a good Pittsburgh memory. And beyond that, I do just want to quickly say a massive thank you to Ian um, because he has been working hard behind the scenes for us and he has just launched the first pieces of Builds With Blocks merchandise on the Evolved store. Right. Um, so thank you to him because I feel like he doesn't really get enough credit for the fact that he does so much stuff behind the scenes for all of us. And it, isn't it wild stuff how much he does? Cool. Yeah, like cr- he... I, He's a robot. He has to be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll just like all of a sudden message us one day in our chat and is like, "Hey, I did this. Is everybody cool yeah. with that?" And we're like, "Yeah." It's it's cool. not as if it's it's literally not as if it's like, "Hey, I did this. What do you think of this design?" It's, "Hey, I did this," and it's like a perfect professional design first time. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the website all of a sudden has this enhancement, and he, yeah. it probably took him like thirty hours, and he didn't tell yeah. anybody until he's done. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ian's fantastic. So, um, yeah. So speaking of Ian, um, <laughs> feel free to support the show <laughs> with podcast <laughs> evolved on Patreon. Uh, we have a, a growing number of patrons and we appreciate all the support support. So thanks for joining builds with blocks until next time. Evolved. 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 Yeah. Boom. Got that.